friends! I'm Emma. And I'm Morgan. And we're your hosts of Tea in a Good Book, a fun read-along podcast for all your book and tea lovers out there. So grab a cup of tea and join our little book club. This is going to be an episode about Ruin and Rising by Lee Bardugo from chapter 7 to the end of chapter 13. As this is... (laughs) (laughs) As this is the third book in the Shadow and Bone series... There are going to be major spoilers for the first two books, Shadow and Bone and Siege and Storm. If you haven't read or listened to those episodes, we highly suggest you do so. For Shadow and Bone, the episodes you're looking for are 3 through 6, and Siege and Storm are going to be 13 to 16. And then Morgan, what are you you drinking tonight? Tonight, I am drinking a matcha smoothie with boba. What about you, Emma? I am drinking a classic milk tea with boba. And how about our... Lisa. 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 Hey, I'm drinking brown sugar milk tea. (laughs) All right, and let's get let's get into it. All right, so we didn't really talk about this before the podcast because I totally forgot. But let's start with a trigger warning. Okay, yeah. Um, if there's a trigger that's out there, that's in this section. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I. Honestly, didn't think about it. I should have thought about that. Yeah, so, uh, we'll, um... Okay, so trigger warnings for death. Death. Uh... Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Suicide. Suicide, yeah. Um... Gore. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of gore. Just, yeah, graphic descriptions of violence and, um... Um, I don't know what you would call what happened to Nikolai, but... Um, just heart-wrenching trauma for the reader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's all of them. Yeah, we'll add any more to the episode description if we think of any. So, if you have any, um, sensitivities, please pause the episode, check those out, um, make sure you're not gonna be triggered by anything that we're gonna be talking about today, because your mental health, um, is a higher priority. Yes. Please take care of yourselves. Yes. I, I do genuinely. Those are kind of like the big things for this chunk. Yeah. So uh, it was a heavy, heavy chunk. A heavy, heavy oh, yeah. chapter in the book we call history. Um. <laughs> so, okay. Let's start with the beginning for once. Um, <laughs> and let's start with Sergei I just, massively I wanna... messing up. Yeah. Part one. <laughs> Part one of many. And just... Do they ever say, like, how he said the name? Like, if it was just, like, casually, or was like, oh, I this is Genya. I think it... I think it they say that he, let like, her slipped slip. up. It says, Sergei let her real name slip, but I wasn't sure if it was, like... Like, in what way it was. Like, if it was, like, casually in conversation, if we're like, oh... Or if they were, like, mentioned, like, it was like, oh, we have Genya here, kind of thing. I have a feeling it could have been either, oh, we have Genya here, or it could have been... He saw her and was just like, Genya. I could see that. So, um, yeah, that was a big mess up. I honestly, when this first started within these first two pages, I really, really genuinely thought that they were going to be a lot. Like, when she eventually goes to Sergei um, and asks him if he wants to leave, I thought she was going to be way meaner to him than she was. Yeah. I was really expecting her to, like, throw punches, <laughs> which I, I would not blame. Yeah. So. I uh, I feel like I have a lot of notes about, I know this is, like, technologically, like, far, far back, and, like, in terms of our, like, if this is, like, a world that's mirroring our, like, development, um, psychiatric studies and therapy are not going to be coming for a while. Yeah. But they desperately need Grisha therapy. Yeah. Like, also, this just a nation of soldiers. Like, they all need a lot of therapy, but, like... I mean, he definitely has some he has, severe PTSD. He needs a lot of help, and there's no one there to provide it for him, and I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Throughout this entire chunk. Yeah. And continuing on the things that he definitely messed up on, he also messed up and gave away their location to the Darkling. Yeah, later on. Do you think he did it on purpose? Because that's still technically left up in the air. Well, I thought the Darkling fully said, he ran to me. I feel this like first... the Darkling was bluffing. 
I feel like he... I feel like if he had caught him sneaking around or something like that, he would have said, like, oh, I found where you were hiding him kind of thing. Yeah. Because he would, he would want her to, like, he would want to be like, aha, I have the upper hand. I know where, I know all the things you do, like, calls to, like, we do the same thing. I feel like that would have been his monologue. Yeah. I feel like he genuinely, out of, like, he's probably, he might not have intended to do that, Right away, but he saw the member of the Darklings army, uh, army and was like, I need to go. That's where I can get safe, uh, be safe again. Yeah. And just ran there the second he saw. That's what I think happened, where he's just trying to be safe. Because, like, before sense. he dies. Sorry. Spo- you know there's spoilers. You know the spoilers. You know this. But before he dies, like, when Elena thinks he's saying a prayer and then realizes he's just saying the word safe over and over again. Yeah. That kind of broke my heart. Yeah. Like, he just wants to be safe again, this... Poor man. This poor man. I think that... I do kind of think that he might have said it on accident. Part of me... At least I kind of want it to be on accident, because I don't want to be angry at him. Because of all the things that the poor man's gone through. Even if it was intentional, I don't think I'm fully mad at him yeah just kind of sad that he's gone through so much that that's the what he thought was the only solution was to like yeah to do that it just it makes my heart ache for him yeah Laporte he need he needs a port. I well I never thought in the first book I would want to like jump through the pages of the book and hug Sergey yeah and yet here we are I just want to like wrap him up and be like okay it's okay it's just okay. let it out it like yeah. it sucks like everything like this is awful things like yeah it's not like i was like it's not okay but at the same time it will become okay eventually it's except more. it doesn't no <laughs> but like yeah i was gonna say he deserves a break and then i realized oh <laughs> poor choice of words but the very poor choice of I'm sorry, Sergey. <laughs> we missed. Let's you, see. Also, going back to the beginning of the book with the whole confrontation with the king. Oh <sighs> my God, Nikolai handled handled that so well, so incredibly I, well. Just okay, but like I like my favorite part of the scene was once they're all leaving and Nikolai just like slumping down in his chair. Yeah, and just he. I he, mean, he was probably, made to be a king. Yeah, it probably took a lot out of him to have to um i to literally made things. a uh note on here saying now that is some king nikolai <laughs> and um i think that says a lot about mm-hmm. me um i said that quite a few times actually i just this. i made a lot of comments about how strong he is um i also have some comments i'll show you after the podcast of yeah. like also can we talk about how amazingly strong genya is yeah. Like, I love how we find out what she did to the king of, like, she's like, oh yeah, I poisoned my skin and my lips so that every time he touched me against my will, he was killing himself. Yeah. I'm I, like, ooh. I love yes. how strong she was to confront him, too, the way that yes. she did. Also, the the one line. I, I'd seen it in art before, but, like, uh, oh, I'm not uh, I, in I'm ruins. I'm not ruins. I'm, I am ruination. Yeah. I oh, want that as a tattoo. Like, yeah. no, I'm terrified she, of needles, but, like... She was so strong in this book and for everything that she did. And also, because I was, like, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about, like, you know, somebody might be angry because Nikolai didn't sentence his father for a trial. Uh-huh. You know, but... um and they might be like, well, why didn't you just sentence him to trial? And why didn't you just exile him? And I'm like, I think if it's similar to what our, how you were mentioning the um, timeline of mm-hmm. our world, it's very possible that he would have still gone away with it. I feel like he would have. I feel like um, Nikolai knows this. Yeah. Especially the way he describes the charges as slight. Yeah. I have a very lovely comment about that. I'll have to show you in a minute. Yeah, but... no, I like went off. For once, I actually went off in a note on my book, because I never do that, and I was just like, this is a major power move on his father to be sending him away and to force him to give him his crown. Also, I feel like, because it says that, because Nikolai also says that uh, Genya will have to stand trial for high treason against the kingdom, and I was, at first I was wondering, 
why and then I realized this probably has to do with like pardoning outside of court versus pardoning in court I know can have different weight yeah so it's probably more of an official like hey this is a full we dealt with this crime yeah she stood sentence and you can't bring it up again kind of thing in the legal system is probably what I'm guessing it probably has more to do with also like how she abandoned the kingdom and went with the darkling instead yeah. But I think he also knows and recognizes that um, Alina has, I guess, an alibi, so to speak, for her. And, I mean, obviously Genya's face yeah. has an alibi for her and why she is still for the kingdom. Um, and also, why, like, she should be pardoned. Alina had a great line of, like, because the king was all like, oh, it would be, like, a servant against the king, and then she's like, oh, no, actually, it'd be a king against a saint. Oh, oh, I have it. Oh, I have here. it right here. <laughs> and I'm a saint. Shall we... Oh, let me let me do this in an accent for you. And I'm a saint. Shall we see whose word carries more weight? I... I cannot wait. I love that so much. I cannot wait to see Jesse Mayling say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was also such a power move, and... I do think that that was a major theme in this chunk, is Mm -hmm. the stealing of power. Yes, powerful women um, who previously, like, are women taking power away from, like, the men who try to, like, hurt them. Yeah. Just, like, Alina and Genya, I just, especially just... And even Nikolai, like, he's stealing the power from his father. That's true. hurt him pretty much his whole life. And even in his last words to Nikolai, he's all saying that he's not a true Lansov or whatever. Yeah. But then his mother... the mom literally... Ends up confirming it. I was gonna, like, I... I felt, I just, a lot of this is, this whole chunk is me feeling worse and worse for Nikolai. Especially, okay, later on when we're learning more about Nikolai and, like, the whole the scene with, like, the stars where Alina's like, I don't feel anything from him. I'm like, how? I am This, it's a lie. How do you not feel anything? I feel anything? like that's blatantly a lie because she, I feel like she felt things. In the yes! Because la- we, like, yes! <laughs> it was written so that we feel things. And, it, like, it, like, I feel like she definitely, like, it may be clouded by how much she's into Mal again, which I... Okay, book one, I was all on board with Team Mal. Um, After book two, uh, no. They are, okay, he's had a lot of personal growth. Yeah, They are so much better as friends, though. Yeah. Even though, also, all of the tension between them, this chunk. Yeah, they, like, and it's not, like, bad tension necessarily where it's, like, they're fighting. Except for at the end. Yeah. But it's definitely tension where it's, like, they are really finally to come to terms of well, where they have to be in each other's lives. Yep, but they are they both fully admitted out loud that they are into each other and I don't like that. Yeah. I don't want them together. Yeah, I think just about everybody nobody wants them together. I also loved Zoya like <laughs> throughout this entire like bo- uh chunk specifically and I think there's a point where they're like admitting the fact that they like each other and Zoya's like well, actually, if you weren't in the picture, <laughs> and she's uh-huh. all like, he looks at you like everybody looks at me. <laughs> I love, I love it. It's great. She, I'm just gonna, allow me to go off go about Zoya for a second. I think that in this specific chunk, she is the funniest she has ever been in this entire series, and it has successfully made me actually love her. And I I have so many, like, saved things that she said that I was just like, Zoya, you are a blessing to this part of the book. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for her, I feel like um, this part of the book would be so much harder. Yeah. Um, oh, I specifically really liked when um, Alina brought them all into her room to give them um, all the dresses that Nikolai gave them and to show that he kind of proposed. It was, yeah, it was like an un- Like, okay, I feel like it was... It was a... It was a... It, he, he, it was a promise of a proposal. So it's yeah. like... Where he's like, hey, this is like the ring you'll wear when I propose to you, but I'm not doing it yet. I mean, he still gave her the ring. Yeah. It was kind of more like, hey, I'm going to propose to you whether you like it or not, and you're... 
if you're smart, you're going to say yes. Yep. Um, but I did, and I also love that he made the, like, he told Delina, he's like, listen, I know that you love Mal, but, like, if we're going to have kids, you're going to have to have kids with me, because. Yeah. Oh, that scene was heartbreaking. He's like, I don't want anyone to deal with what I do. I'm like, no. That was really heartbreaking, but it's also, again, really thoughtful of him to be saying something like that. I, yeah. So, um, yeah, I also just really loved, like, Zoya consistently, like, after she found out that, uh, Nikolai proposed to Alina, and her being like, well, I want the prince. (laughs) If you don't want him, I'll take him. I I love how they're all like, so he proposed, and she's like, no, he just gave me a ring and said he wants to marry me, and they're like, so so he he proposed. proposed. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like an official... Like, it wasn't necessarily like a proposal. Like, I feel like there will, like, had things gone more of how he was planning it, there would have been an official in front of a lot of people, like a big showy proposal, but I feel like this is his way of being respectful of her wishes for not being surprised like that. And he mentions it several times before that and probably would tell her, okay, I'm proposing tonight. Yeah. Surprise. I feel like he would, honestly, part of me almost thinks that he wouldn't even tell her the night that he does it. I feel oh. like he would just do it out of the blue. I feel like he'd kind of hint at it and she wouldn't pick up all the hints and she'd get mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish we could have seen like a scene like that, but... I, I I'm say, curious to see where it goes. I really hope that, like, he... Okay, I guess we should just talk about his change. I'm so sad about it. I'm so I'm sad. I'm so sad. It makes a... I, I have a note in here. I was like, it makes a lot of fan art I've seen make a lot more sense. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, knowing what I know from other stories. um, Also... <coughs> Six of Crows... I have a feeling of how I know this is going to end. I, and I really hope what I hope for it comes true. I mean, the title of... I do that... The book King of Scars, he's the main character and it's called King, King of, of Scars. Scars. I so. literally did not put two and two together. <laughs> it's okay, I made a comment because I, I knew it was about him. I'm like, oh no, what's going to happen to him? Like, what is he... Like, what's happening? And then it's... Oh, it's... Yeah... And then what's the other one? I forget what the other the second one is called. I feel like an idiot for saying <laughs> for not ahead. realizing it. Uh, I think it's something to do with wolves. The second one, rule of wolves. That's what okay. it is. I okay. I'm not at it yet, but um, I feel like because this is all I can think about right now. What I was expecting to be your favorite scene in this chunk. Was any scene with Tamar and Nadia? <laughs> no, I was thinking the scene with the Darkling. <sighs> I did really enjoy it. I But also I am when during the scene where Nikolai and Alina were about to kiss that just made me have so many heavy emotions. I was like, I'm sorry, but I need this to happen now. So I might be giving up on my Darkling and Alina love story. I hate him. I, at some point during that scene, um, he has a new nickname in my notes because he was Darkling Duck. Now he's just Loser Boy. Yeah. Because that's just very fitting. (laughs) I'm glad you like that. (laughs) I guess we should also say... Hi, my friend Lisa's here. She's listening to us record. We, we, we briefly Hi. introduced her to the intro, but... Yeah, I'm yes. just in the background here, just, like, smiling at everything <laughs> they're saying, and it's great. I mean, he's... For context, um... He's just trying to be all manipulative and gross in this scene, yeah. and, like, manipulate her into, like, being all... He's... Gross. Kind of successful in it. Yeah. Towards the end of... But, like... I just, I forget what he says that Mike Smalls, and I'm like, oh no, his new name is Loser Boy, and that's, I'm not changing that. <laughs> it does make me really sad that she's so, like, she still, like, longs for his touch sometimes, and I'm like, girl, uh, as much as I'd hate to say it, but it's time to get over Ben Barnes. <laughs> I know that it's hard, but... <laughs> I was trying to figure out when he mentions his name and then is making her say it, I was 
trying to figure out what, like, the trick was with it. I thought it was going to be, like, a Beetlejuice thing where all of a sudden he's going to show up and be like, ha I'm here. <laughs> Just like, surprise. <laughs> See, my total thought process was uh, at the end of Pred- Pride and Prejudice when Mr. Darcy and uh, whatever her name is, I don't, I, Pride and Prejudice, this is not my favorite movie, but uh, when... He makes her repeat, or she makes him repeat, Mrs. Darcy or whatever. Yeah, um, it's my mom's favorite scene in that movie. I know it's probably my mom's too, <laughs> um, but that's what it reminded me of, and I was like, "That's hmm, not gonna work this time." <laughs> nope i i i was I wasn't sure. I'm like, I even wrote, I'm like, I feel like this is a trap, but I don't know how yet. Yeah, I, I am glad that in the end he told her. Because she was able to use that to get Bagra. Bagra. Also, I was okay. I wrote earlier in this chunk when they were talking about, or when she, or like, I mean, it was the previous chunk about how Bagra was talking about Morozova. I thought Morozova was going to end up being the Darkling's dad. Yeah. And then it's his grandfather because it's her dad. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I also I, loved that Alina was like, oh God, I might be related to the Darkling. I know, and I then she's, like, that. fully getting nauseous. I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. It does I... make me curious, because they say that there's multiple, or at least she mentions a couple times throughout the book series, and I know she mentions it at the end of this chunk, um, how there had been rumors of other Sun Summoners in previous generations. Um, I'm kind of curious uh, about... A, what could have happened to those Sun Summoners? B, why are they not immortal? And if they are, like, what happened to them, obviously. Um, And C, are they actually related? Or are they, like, completely not related at all? I think it would be so funny if they were related to a different saint. I feel like it would be so funny if Alina and the Darkling were related. I would love that. It, I would love it in, like, if it grossed him out. I feel like it wouldn't. I feel like he'd be like, yeah, yeah. I know, and I'd be like, Hleh. Yeah. Like, he definitely would be Sorry fully aware. Sorry if the gagging noise bothers anyone in the podcast. I sh- probably shouldn't do that. We'll add that to the trigger warnings. Ga- <laughs> and it makes a gagging noise. Um, but, yeah, that was just her whole story. I guess here's another uh, trigger warning. Child abandonment and neglect. Yeah. Because that Just that was whole story. Heavy. It hit so hard. Also, like, the okay, so I brought my The Lives of Saints again, because I wanted to, it was for a different reason, but I ended up wanting to look through the Morozova, the Saint, the Sanct Ilya section to see which version, because I know they talk about there being a bunch of different versions, and it's the version where a neighbor's son um, is killed in a plow accident. Because oh. I know she mentioned she had never heard the version where it was Morozova and that the child was a girl. It's always either a boy or a man. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, it is kind of interesting how that changes, but yeah. it is also pretty accurate to even today's stories and how that, like, how stories will change slightly over time. So I think yeah. that was a great move uh, on Lee Bardugo's part and something that is definitely very realistic. Um... <laughs> Thank you for laughing at me, Lisa. You're, you're great. Uh, I need this um, confidence. Yes. Sure. <laughs> um, but I, God, that whole just her story broke my heart, and I really knowing more about Morozova and about who he is. Part of me really does think that he saved that second child. I feel like he did. I feel like if she's not currently alive it might have been like a whole guilt over all the things and watching her dad go crazy i could see her taking her own life yeah just like how bad did. i feel like that's if that's something that's true i feel like we'll find evidence of it or stories of it at the end like right before yeah. like whatever big scene where alina will have to decide if she has to like do the same thing yeah it'll be like, oh so that's how she did it so do i have to do this now yeah kind of thing i and I will, I'm also going to put it out there, I don't think that Bagra's death was in vain. No. I think that that was a good way to end her on Lee Bardugo's part. Yeah, it I feel sucked. like it, it made a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the only way that she personally would have felt she could atone for what she, what did. she did. 
and also what her son did. Because I, yeah. I know she feels a lot very responsible for what he has done. Yeah, and I do think that it was... It was also a very smart move in the end, too, because we know that he cares very deeply for his mother. Mm-hmm. So I think that that could, since I'm sure, I think, I'm pretty sure that Bagra was told about the Darkling's plans before he showed up. Um, I'm, I think that that was a very smart move, and I think that she knew that with her death, her son would be, like, crumbled. Yeah. And would have a hard time doing anything for at least a week. <laughs> yeah. But knowing the Darkling, he might get over it in a day and then just go back to being I mean, and he's looking like that. He person. cut out his own mother's eyeballs. Because, yeah. Because she helped the girl he was abusing get away. So is he... This, is this a young adult novel? Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's... Huh. The, I yeah. will say, though, he didn't kill her. He didn't kill her. Which is what... Alina refu- was expecting. He refuses yeah, he to kill her, but he gores out her eyeballs. Yeah. As punishment. I'm like, oh my gosh. He has issues. Like, no, not really? <laughs> <laughs> oh but like, going in an entire other direction, because I opened up to the page. Like, the scene where she, uh, where Alina wakes up from her meeting with the Darkling, and immediately runs to David's room. Yeah. And Genia's there. <laughs> and everybody else is kicked like, out. <laughs> Also, and then, like, Zo- Zoya makes some kind of comment about, like, where is it? When isn't Zoya making some kind of comment? It was great. Let me find the thing. Can it I also just about, say, like, I it. was so worried that he deliberately, like, helped the Darkling. I was so scared. I was like, I know. no, David, you were supposed to be a good character. I, I had a feeling he wouldn't have. I felt yeah. like it was going to be an accident of some kind. Um, I also like how in the, I like her showing the shadow thing. And like yeah. telling... I, I also... I feel like Nikolai took learning about the whole hallucinations and everything. The best out of everyone. He took it pretty well. He's like, can we use this? Which is very <laughs> Nikolai. But he was he didn't freak out about it. Like Yeah. Also... Tolia and Tamar fully pulling out their weapons, getting ready to fight shadows on the wall. They're like, they're shadows! <laughs> I just... Where's I someone? still love Tolia and Tamar. I'm... I think they are the best addition to this book series, after Nikolai, of course. But, um, God, I love their characters, and yeah, honestly, Nikolai was born to be a king, and he did handle that Yeah. so well. Also, on the topic of Nikolai, not to bring it back to Nikolai again, for like the episode in a row. Um, I'm sorry, I love Nikolai. Leave me alone, everyone. <laughs> um, but the way she reacted when they got off the bittern and she saw him, I think is definitely a very sure sign that she definitely likes him. Yeah. And like, like, like how you said, like she's just trying to deny it the and whole time, to like the whole. It. Her, like, diving to protect him and the whole, she loves him more than she will let on. Yeah. I could see him after this, even if he gets healed, mostly. Him being, having grown up in a culture of vanity, not wanting to be, like, the poster child of the nation. Yeah. Because of this, and being, like, him being, like, I need to learn to, like, accept this about myself, and then also... People in upper nobility aren't going to accept me like this. Yeah. So, like, it'd be interesting to see his character development through this. Yeah. But I found the line I was looking for. It was where they tell uh, David he has two minutes, they all leave the room. Um, And uh, it was actually Tamar. I thought it was um, Zoya, but it's after his... Which is even funnier that it's Tamar, who only likes women. Just... (laughs) It says, after his little speech in the war room, I even considered counting Oh my on god. Him. That was so funny. <laughs> and I just, like, also just fully in front of her girlfriend. I, like, oh yeah. I don't know. I was like, I can't read right now. I was dying. It was the perfect moment in that little bit. Um, I mean, <laughs> speaking of people, like, the whole, like, love thing, you heard me at one point, because um, I was still reading when Emma got here. <laughs> when t- 
Toya was, was making that, like, poetry remark, and Zoya was all like, you know, if you turned a bit of that t- poetry on me, I might consider giving you a chance. And Harshaw... And he's... All, so Toya's all like, who said I want one? And Harshaw's like, I want one. He... I love him so much. He's great. <laughs> I love Harshaw so much. I feel like if you were any character in the book, you'd be Harshaw. Yeah. He's also a redhead. No, a redhead who loves cats. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma was also here when um he made the like comment that on cat didn't like the uh surroundings or whatever. And I was like, you know what, mood, I would also leave somewhere if my cat didn't like uh mm-hmm. the surroundings. And then like it's actually just bones. <laughs> just a pile of bones. Um, but yeah, I, (laughs) man, don't talk to me. I just love, I love, (laughs) I've got so much for it. (laughs) Let's see. I, there was a moment in here, ah, there's the line, where I, right away I was like, okay, I feel like this is foreshadowing this line, and I, it was, but not in the way I was expecting. It was the, where, um, Alina's asking what could kill Agrusha with the kind of power that, like, she has, like, of, of strong power, and then she says, little saint, little martyr, I expect we'll soon find out. Because I think she also, right before she dies, calls her little saint, little martyr again, and I was like, no, that, wait. <laughs> and, like, I didn't even think of that. I oh, just... that breaks my heart. Every, so that I'm means so that sad. she was planning this. I feel like she knew, like, I feel like she didn't know when, but she knew that at some point she was going to have to do this. Like, yeah. this is, she's been playing this for a while, which, also, can we talk about, I think his name is Misha, the little boy, and how brave and strong he is. Such a tiny little baby. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> he's gone through him. so much. I, that's another character, I will just, if I could jump the book and hold him, I would never let him go. He is yeah. this tiny little baby who I just lo- needs to be held. I do, I have to say, I do love how Mal and Alina have totally stepped up mm-hmm. um, to kind of be, like, I don't want to say his caretakers, but, like, to really be, like, a guiding force for him. Also, I really love that. He's, why is Mal so good with children? Yeah. I, Why is he so good with children, but not with his girlfriend? I, I mean... Lee some, Bardugo, explain. I feel like, actually, that's... I've met people who are terrible in relationships, but are great with children. So, so <laughs> honestly, I would love to have Mal be very single, but, like, adopt Misha and, like, like dynamic duo, Batman and Robin type. That would be so cute. Oh, Oh my god. What do we need to do to make that happen? <laughs> I want that. I'm sorry. I know this is a very... I, <laughs> I'm i looking at the book being like, oh, what other comments do I have? It's um, going back to the... Where um, Nikolai's getting really sad about, like, oh yeah, no, we'd have to... The children have to be, like, ours. Yeah. And then it's her going children with Nikolai. And just, like, kind of freaking out. Um, my only note so- says, sounds fun. <laughs> You know what? It does sound fun. You know, I just met you today, but you're an amazing person. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh-huh. I mean, I think we can. All, I mean, Lisa hasn't read the books yet, no. so no. she's just kind of getting all news, it's, all spoilers. I feel like I've also only known you today. I feel like you'll love Nikolai because also, how do you not love Nikolai? Um, I don't know a single person on beautiful. this planet who could possibly so not ready. like him. I'm ready to meet him. Um. He is a man, <laughs> um, and I mean this in the nicest way. Um, he's also single-handedly like the best character. In this. Also, can we talk about um, Nadia? Like right before all of the chaos happens, I just saw my little note about uh, getting Nadia getting so excited that her and Mar get to go on this adventure that she starts <laughs> dancing. Yeah. Oh my god, and they see it looks like she's having a seizure. <laughs> I love her so much. I mean, what a mood, though. But I am so 
I, I can I just say I'm so happy for Nadia and Tamar. <laughs> They're so cute. They are I also love uh, Tamar being like, ah, yes, you need to put on this dress where just the just the front of it is just entire like deep V to the navel dress. She's like, here, put it on, and she's like, um, no, <laughs> no, no, you need to put this on. <laughs> also, I think that's the dress that they were saying they put in her trunk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rip, like, oh, we put it that in trunk. did not happen. Nope. Don't know where that truck oh, is. Oh, that it's makes sad. me sad. Also, the, the the Mal just when he is saying goodbye and like he's and Nicola's like, oh, I'll give you whatever you want. He's like, I don't want anything. I just want you to deserve her. And I'm like, <sighs> it it's one of those. That was definitely one of those moments where I was like, Mal, get over yourself. I'm like, okay, this man. Needs to calm down. He treats Alina terribly, and then he's still possessive over her. Like, he... Wow, he sounds after, like the Darkling. hmm <laughs> Like, he... Wait, also, like, he just does so many cringy things. Like, he waited till way after they broke up and was like, ah, I'm gonna get an entire back tattoo themed around my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. this actually happens, Lisa. With really poor grammar. About, like, what, what was it, like, um, becoming the Blade, but, like, not... Like, I am becoming the Blade. Or, it's like, I think, I am becoming Blade. It's something... I am become the Blade. I am become the Blade. It was, it was something, I was like, it sounded so dumb. I'm like... Yeah. yeah if he's like, it's dumb, I'm like, you're right, it is dumb. This is dumb. It sounds like edgy man. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, that is literally yeah. word for word exactly what he is. Oh a disaster of a, of a man. I love he also like when she sees the tattoo, he's he acts like he didn't want her to see it, but he was just fully shirtless in a river in front of her. It's like, dude, wear a shirt if you don't want your ex to see the tattoo. If or he... don't get a tattoo of your ex. <laughs> That's a fun thought. Like it totally would have been like it would have made sense. Like if he actually like joined the soul that soul and like actually became a sun summoner believer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did not But he doesn't! He does not He's just like, oh yeah, I did bad things and I need to remember to, like, my place. I'm like, this is not. This is not how you do that. (laughs) You, he needs to calm down. He needs, um, like, he needs to move out of the country. (laughs) He just, he needs to get a girlfriend. Like, I don't think Alina would do He's the obsessive ex that your friends warn him about. Yeah. Also, I had a comment about once they re- once <laughs> the Darkling reveals he has Nikolai, I, because I was wondering if, because Mal and Tamara were both right there and like diving towards Alina, I'm like, did they fully watch Nikolai get snatched up and do nothing? <laughs> oh. I feel like Mal at least, because he was right there, maybe Tamara because she was watching her girlfriend. Yeah. So like, but I feel like Mal fully saw it going, of course he would die for Alina, but like, I feel like he fully like. I wonder it. if it's possible that Nikolai and Alina were both snatched up at the same time. Mm. And because she's a saint, I mean, obviously Mal would go for um, Alina, but I feel like it, if they were snatched up at the same time, they'd go for Alina first Actually, because they need her. Yeah, I was like, More. also, I forgot for a second that Tamar is part of the... Sold that soul the, yeah. or whatever. So. She is fully <laughs> worships Alina, which is, I forget that sometimes with how casually she acts about it. Yeah. Like, she's really good at internalizing her feelings, because she sees Alina as, her like... Antolia. <laughs> yeah, as, like, a as like a walking goddess, basically, and, like, can talk to her like she's the person who lives next door. Yeah. Which, like, good for her. I could not do that. Yeah. I don't think I could either. I would not. I have no chill. But, uh, yeah, no. So it does, it would actually make sense if that was the case. Or if he was snatched up when, uh, they jumped for her. And that's when the Darkling went in to grab him. That would also make sense. Um. Because she said, I thought she said right before she got pulled, she saw a whoosh, and then she couldn't see Nikolai. Yeah, so but that's it was, probably yeah. it. So, it actually, it makes sense that both of them would go for Alina, and neither of them would go for Nikolai. Yeah. And I feel like Nikolai would also understand that. Yeah, because I feel like, in the end, she's the one that 
Actually, she's probably only honestly grabbed as a distraction so so Darkwing could get Nikolai. Yeah, because I feel like he thinks of Nikolai... Because, I mean, obviously you need both of them in order to save and, like, fix Ravka, but I feel like, in the end, Alina is kind of, like, the only one that can really take it all on because she's the only one that can potentially get rid of the fold. Yeah. Meanwhile, obviously, Nikolai can't necessarily do that since that's not within his power. And he'd be better for negotiations and for creating um, alliances. But, um, yeah, I think that in the end, it it would be better for them to grab her. Yeah. Which sucks. But... Yeah. It just, it makes sense. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I just, at the end of that chapter, I just wrote on the bottom page, we can never keep nice things in this series, can we? No, we can't. No, we had such a cute little, like, safe haven in the mountains. Literally, never anytime any nice anything things. gets happy. It's like, just kidding. It, yeah. Nope. Lee Bardugo has a stronghold on my heart. And she does every form of torture with it, and yep. I hope she's enjoying it. <laughs> I'm sure she is. I'm, you know, considering how a different author replied to me say on Twitter saying, "Man, your series made me cry, like almost cry." And it, if you're wondering, it was Ken Dar Blake, author of Three Dark Crowns. Uh, I think I was tweeting about like the end of the third book or something. And I was like, "Wow, it almost made me cry," and she's like, "Almost, so close." <laughs> I feel like that is exactly how Lee Bardugo would react. Yep. So. Also, I just, I don't know why this reminded me of it, but, like, going back, way back to, because I can never think linearly in these podcasts, forever, <laughs> but, um, for the Darkling conversation where he's like, you were supposed to balance me and, like, keep me from going dark, I'm like, shut up. You, learn how to regulate yourself, dude. You've had thousands of years to figure out how to deal with yourself. Yeah. She's like, she's like, what, like, 18, 18 now? <laughs> like, she's like adult but still like probably teenage maybe 20 yeah i don't she, probably not 20 yet but like he's just a male version of not necessarily the male version but the like i don't know how to phrase it but he's the opposite version of the girls saying i can fix him but it's yeah him saying she can fix me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's literally he's like he's getting mad like why didn't Sorry, you fix I- I was imagining, have you seen the Goofy meme where he's like, you can fix me, I don't know, if you, know you know what I'm talking about. That's exactly the voice you just made. You're so welcome. Good. I need to show you that later. <laughs> I love it, but... Yeah. The, uh, he's getting mad at her, like, you didn't fix me, and she's like, that's not my job. Yeah. Pick yourself out, which is very true. He's not very like, manipulative, and... I was like, toxic relationship things. I'm very upset that... <laughs> It's such a hot active plan. <laughs> I'm gonna have such a hard time hating the Darkling while Did, watching the show. Seem like going to have you. This that's been the whole theme of this. You being in love with the entire antagonist of this whole series. Yes, but I feel like it's gonna be even harder with Ben Barnes. <laughs> I think I'm gonna try to like redeem him until the very end. That sounds accurate. And I've officially kind of given up on redeeming him. Right. Also, can we talk about when she's having her breakdown in the forest and Malcolm's in fine turns, like, the sun is shutting, is gonna be down, and she goes, I'm the sun summer, summoner, it gets dark when I say it does. I mean, she's I'm like, not wrong. She's not wrong. I was like, what a power move. She's in the middle of a breakdown, she's like, no, it gets dark when I say it gets dark. I also Fight really me. loved Zoya when she comes back, and um, Alina's <laughs> all like, I needed a good cry, and Zoya's like, Next time, invite me. She's like, I need to go too. How are you? <laughs> like, can I get Alina and Zoya as best friends? I know. That also, would be so funny. Also, uh, David talking about being like, oh, I only did one trading session with um, Bagra, and then she never called me back. And then um, Genya being like, oh, it was your animal magnetism. Um, she Like, one more minute with you, and she would have torn all your clothes off. And he goes, that seems improbable. And then Mal and uh, Lena say it was impossible. He's like, well, it's not impossible. <laughs> it's like, like nah, yeah, it no. <laughs> oh, David. And it He's... makes me sad that in the end, Alina actually knew why. And Yeah. 
I feel like David would have been sad to know the truth. Yeah. So I feel I mean, like it's best not. It's also smart of Alina to not tell anybody, considering that she herself was, like, only trusted with this information. I don't yeah. think Misha was in the room no, during that. So he wasn't. It's really only Alina and the Darkling who know. And the Darkling doesn't know that she knows. Yeah. So she, she can, can use, use that, that against, against him. <laughs> and, yes. Let me see. I surprisingly don't have anything else. I Besides have... that... I guess a lot what? Of I love no- Zoya now. <laughs> I have a lot of notes about Mal being cute with Misha. Can I ask a fan question? Yeah. Are there any pets in this book or novel series? Yes. On cat. On cat? Yeah. It's a, it's, he, he's a cat. He's an orange cat. Who, and on cat is a word that means cat. So he's a cat named cat. <laughs> he, um, so he's introduced in the beginning of this book. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like a lot of characters could just like be better if they owned a dog, you know? Mal is absolutely yeah. one of those characters. Oh, yeah. Um, no, Harshaw is the one who owns uh, Oncat, mm-hmm. and uh, Harshaw is the one that Emma and I both agree, that is who I would be if I was in this book. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, I found a note I made where it's, Harshaw has the same energy of Nikolai if Nikolai was, like, a peasant. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Harshaw's a little bit rough on the edges, but, like, I feel like Nikolai is only polished because he grew up in a palace. Yeah. It's, they are the same person, but raised in different classes. I don't know if that was an intentional thing or not. Uh, probably not, but he is, is very much. Nikolai a ginger also? They say he's blonde, but I see a lot of fan art of him being, like, Kind of strawberry blondish. Uh, yeah, I I wasn't sure because I've seen a lot of I I feel like I've seen Nikolai with every single hair color imagined. I don't think I've seen him with black hair. I haven't seen him with black hair. But everything else, like but it's usually within brown, the blonde, blonde, reddish. reddish kind of area, and that's what I, as a redhead, that's what I would like for Nikolai to be. But <laughs> <laughs> I as long as I have harsh on this series, I do not care. <laughs> I have one last note, and it's my favorite note, which is when they enter the grove with, like, the ghost-looking, like, tufts, and just Mal, Zoya's, like, harassing all of them for, like, why are you scared of, like, dust? And then Mal, Mal being, they looked spooky. <laughs> I was like, what a mood, an amazing defense. That, that Someone was so who's cute. regularly, fairly eloquent, despite his, like, peasant status, just... They looked spooky is my favorite. <laughs> it was new a good phrase. line. It was a very, very good line. I love it. Ten out of ten. Um, I think that's all I've got. I think that's all I got too. <sighs> I don't want to end this book. <laughs> well, we won't for another two weeks, but I'm still sad. <laughs> it's is okay because it, it's the can... next one your last podcast on this book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sad. It is sad. It's okay because there are three other series in this universe, so... Yeah. And, like, a short story collection book, so... Yes. We got more material in the universe. That's awesome. The characters aren't fully gone yet, but it is sad to be wrapping up. It's sad, but I'm also really excited to see what happens with it. I am very excited. Because I didn't finish the Six of Crows duology, I'm really curious to see how the events... Um, in this series, how that plays out in Six of Crows. Because from what I remember, at least in the first one, the events that happen in this don't really affect the first book. But I'm curious if it affects the second book. Um, and then, of course, I'm really curious about King of Scars and how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Because I want more Nikolai in my life. It's I am excited for that one. A book where Nikolai is the main character. Find me a man like Nikolai, please. <laughs> I want me a husband. I feel like they... Okay, I think we've talked about this before, but going off on an entire tangent, they have like they have to be so careful for who they pick for Nikolai for the show because... They will has, make a lot of people angry. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that one is one of the characters that like... You could mess up, like, I feel like, I feel like they're gonna do a good job. Yeah. Just putting it out, they're gonna do a good job. But, I mean, like, you have did... to get someone with, like, 
the look and also the attitude. Yeah. I mean, they did a really good job with the Darkling. Yeah. Granted, the Darkling was, like, they chose Ben Barnes because Lee Bardugo wanted Ben Barnes. And that's Which who she weird. imagined in that role. So, that makes sense. I'm really curious about who she imagines as Nikolai. Me too. And if that will actually, if whoever she picks fits. look that up for the last episode. Because I know she's she posted um, way, way back the whole her fan cast list. I don't know if Nikolai's on there, but that's where Ben Barnes was on the list. Ooh, I wonder. So if we could find that list, we could possibly talk about it in the next Yeah, episode. I will already say this because I have my own fan cast for him. And some people also fan casted him. Um, it's the main... I don't know if I could really call him a love interest, but uh, I don't remember his name, but he's in Spinning Out on Netflix, uh, the ice skating series that has to do with um, mental illness. Uh, specifically, I think it's bipolar disorder that they really kind of go in depth on. Um, don't ask me if it's necessarily like great representation. I wouldn't really know, but uh, it's that guy in that series I just don't know if he can do a British accent <laughs> I think he's Canadian <laughs> That's fair. I hope he can do a British accent I think he's pretty <laughs> I would love for him to be Nikolai and he's got the face and the attitude for it so <laughs> but they gotta choose somebody good for Nikolai or else I will be throwing hands and so will the rest of the phantom <laughs> yeah also, catch me screaming the second I see Tamar on screen. Oh. <laughs> catch me screaming the second I see Tamar and Nadia together on screen. Like, I, even before absolutely. they start, like, being oh, yeah. in, like, just, into each other. <laughs> even just in the same realm as each other, I'm like, there they are. I'd be like, oh, they're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> they're lesbians, George. <laughs> okay. That's all I've got. Okay, that's good because we're running out of time. All right. (laughs) So, what do you think is going to happen next for the ending of Rise and Ruin? Or Ruin and Rising. Um, I can never do this book title right. Um, are Are you part of the Soldat Soul? Or a part of Darkwing's army? Tell us over on our Instagram at T underscore plus underscore good books or over on our Twitter at T plus good book. Um, in our next episode, we are going to be continuing uh, finishing our Ruin and Arising by Lee Bardugo. We're reading from chapter 14 to the end of the book. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Emma. And, and that's, that's the tea. Tea. Why are you like this? <laughs>